Hey, what's up everybody, it's Drew, and as you already know, this is the fourth quarter of 2020. And as much as we're making that fourth quarter rally, as much as you'll hear me say, you've got to swing for the fences, in this episode, you're gonna hear why I tell you, don't swing at that pitch. Now, I'm typically not one to say this because I am one of the biggest proponents of personal development and growth and pushing your limits and transformative experiences to truly unlock your full potential as a human being. Knowing all that about my philosophy and views on ways of life, I'm going to say something that might sound almost contradictory. And here it is. Don't swing at that pitch. Yeah, might not have been what you expected. Don't swing at that pitch. So let me break it down for you. It's like kind of like this. So once you enter the world of business here in the information age, if you should be so lucky as to have an epiphany that enlightens you that you could actually fish in the ocean, that there's other hustles out there from just a day job standpoint that you can tap into if you're not optimally satisfied from your nine to five, right? And the beauty of that is there is a million and one ways to make a million dollars and there's a million and one resources to be able to accomplish those things. I've come to see that now, but what I also know is that you don't know what you don't know, typically because you are not in the know to know in the first place. And so why is this relevant, right? Is it a bad thing that information is available to an entrepreneur in the information age that wants to transform their world? That's a great thing. Never in history have we had more access to, to freely available resources. What I've come to understand is that there's also this tiny, tiny, tiny trouble that we all tend to deal with at some point or another in this journey. And that tiny, tiny, tiny trouble is this thing known as the shiny object syndrome. <laughs> yes, the shiny object syndrome. We've all suffered from it at one point or another. It is that syndrome that will allow you to hop from lily pad to lily pad, from opportunity to opportunity, from thing to thing that interests you as you look to explore what might be that side hustle or what might be that perfect opportunity for you to make a change. And so when I look at all of these instances that someone can take their world and transform it overnight simply by having an experience and going out and pursuing that opportunity, what I also realize is that you can easily just get flooded and inundated if you don't have the stick to to try one thing at a time long enough to see if you really like it and to give it enough opportunity to really grow. It's kind of like the compound effect, right? You can't just, just go out and expect to, um, you know, pump a well a few times and just get, you know, running water on demand. It doesn't quite work that way. You've got to put in the work. There's the compound effect, right? Uh, so really to drive the point home, it's that if you easily get your attention snatched up by the next new thing, that in and of itself, that lack of focus, that lily pad mentality is going to be one of the biggest enemies to your, uh, to your journey as an entrepreneur, 
right? You got to be able to stick with one thing long enough just to see if it's valid, just to see if uh, if the compound effect can actually take hold. Because whether you got the right thing or you got the wrong thing you've picked out, it's going to take time until you figure that out. And so one of the things that's become more and more interesting to me is to watch how information can actually come at us faster than our eyes and the, 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 the clocks around us can handle. So what I mean to say is there's so much opportunity. You can overload your back with what you see and want to put on your plate. It's just like when you go to the buffet or, or the, the all you can eat, you see it all, you want to eat it all, but you're working with a limited capacity to actually consume it all. And so one of the things I've learned that's been paramount in my last couple of years, as it seems like things have really hit a peak because it's almost as though the, the more you know, the slower you go, because uh, you just there, there's so much that you understand that you recognize you have to you have to slow down the processing of the information because you have better analysis skills uh, to look into each of these things and, and see the world from a whole different standpoint. And so what I've come to know is by chasing a few shiny objects of my own is that there's the value of this concept called just-in-time learning. Now, I'm not sure who exactly created this concept. I don't know if anyone ever kind of created it, but I'm going to give credit to my buddy Steve. He was the first one that was teaching me about just-in-time learning. And he really drives the point home that, you know, it's, it's kind of like you could go and decide to uh, start studying to be an artist tomorrow. And there's more than enough YouTube videos, classes, coaches, mentors, programs that will help you be an artist starting tomorrow, right? You can do all the research today, get started tomorrow. But if your plan over the next 12 months was to become an athlete or a dentist, to become an artist is like nowhere on your spectrum for right now for you to be dabbling in that arena of education. Maybe one of your bucket list things is to learn how to draw and do some nice watercolor, oil-based paintings. Okay, fantastic. And that's where having a little bit more structure around the opportunities you pursue is warranted because there's nothing wrong maybe with the class you signed up for, but it just might be five or 10 years too early and too much for you to focus on right now if you actually want to get traction with the right now that if you go get that great thing and take advantage of this special opportunity, but it's really not aligned with what you're trying to do, then you're going to be off track. You're going to be distracted and you're not necessarily going to be wholeheartedly putting effort into the new thing because at a certain point, the novelty wears off and you realize, wait, I'm supposed to be doing something else anyway. And so while I share this, it may sound like, gosh, you're really kind of downing people going out and, and making better of themselves and taking advantage of educational informational opportunities. It's like, that's <laughs> quite the opposite, quite the opposite. Um, I've certainly made uh, my fair share with no, with no regrets um, in this arena. But what I've learned is there's the, the, the refinement of that behavior such that the investment in yourself gives you a better ROI sooner. And it really dives into this whole idea of just-in-time learning because if you actually look to learn something and then look to implement it right away because it's relevant, 
that's going to help you struggle with it a little bit more. You're going to kind of nick your knees and elbows a little bit more as you actually go out and, and, and practice those new dance moves or those new, you know, jump kicks and practice, right? But if, if you're doing one thing one week, another week, another, and a different third, then you don't really have that three weeks combined at the end of 21 days as an example. And so what I encourage people to do is to get focused about what they're really looking to accomplish in the near term. And it's not easy to look ahead a decade or two or three or four or even five, 10 years. But I think it's easy to look at to say the next, you know, three to three months or so, right? The next three to six weeks, the next 90 days, what can you really project forward as your vision is the things that you're working on and committed to that you really need to be hunkering down on. That's where your educational efforts and investments should really go for that window of time. And then all of a sudden you look up, 90 days has passed and, and maybe you've mastered that thing and you're ready for that next unit of information, of education, right? Of, of tooling that's going to help you get there. But if you're constantly trying to take down all the tools at the exact same time and you don't have a game plan, it can become overwhelming and inundating because now you're spreading yourself thinner and thinner trying to do more with less and it doesn't actually make sense and, and it's in essence counterproductive. And it can be one of those tricky battles of the mind because you want to take advantage of the opportunity to get the things that you need, but you have to apply a thin slice of focus to say, how relevant is this to me right now? And I would be the first where I've actually had to tell myself, don't swing at that pitch, right? You know, you go, you go to an event that's got an opportunity for you to purchase something, right? So that means there's a sales pitch and it might be a great sales pitch that has great information and it's, and it's very relevant to what you plan to do one day. And this is where I caught myself. I said, man, I can't swing at that pitch right now. And I know that there is the opportunity to get this great discount, but if I'm not able to consume that because of what's currently on my plate, the size of the discount is irrelevant. It could be 99.9% off and it does not make sense logically to go out and get that. And I've actually been fortunate enough to say there's been some instances where I told myself, don't swing at that pitch. But you know what? When the time is ready, which I didn't have an immediate time frame to apply, but you know, one to two to three years was kind of my ideal projection. When the time is right, I look forward to paying full retail price for that opportunity because every cent of the value is there in it. And you don't have to necessarily always use the opportunity in front of you to take advantage. But at the exact same th time, when those right opportunities present themselves and it is the right thing for the right now, instead of saying, don't swing at that pitch, I tell you the exact opposite. Swing for the fences. Knock the skin off the ball. Because there are opportunities that come our way. There's opportunities abound all the time. We just have to know which ones to swing at. Because you can't swing at them all. And if you do, you'll get those types of results. You're likely going to have a lot of strikeouts. Because you're never able to really get traction with a single thing. So I thought I'd share that because um, as many um, different events I've been to in business... You know, I love the opportunity to learn. You know, this is stuff I didn't get taught in school. I perfectly understand that some of this information um, is shared freely and, and other layers of that advanced information or training or know-how might come at a cost. 
And I'm okay with that. The only challenge I have is when I see sometimes entrepreneurs getting a little too ahead of themselves, right? And biting off more than they can chew. And then they start to choke. And I don't want to see entrepreneurs choking on good information when it could be really used to fuel the nutrition their business if they didn't try and consume it all at one time as though it was a race. And so that's where that just-in-time learning can really come into play and, and help people to uh, maintain their focus on what's in front of them right there. Because again, the purpose of learning isn't just know-how. The purpose of learning is mastery. And that's how you really position yourself to level up effectively in business. And you get the tools that you need at each and every level and you master those. And that's how you get that bigger and faster return on your education. So that's uh, the curveball I wanted to throw you with the statement, don't swing at that pitch because it really just has to boil down to what have you got going on right now? Don't choke on all that information. There's more than enough to choke on the fire hose and that's never the objective. You want to be informed, but you don't want to be inundated. So you need to look at taking bite-sized pieces. Focus on what's relevant to what your next 30, 60, 90-day plan is. And that's what you ought to be looking for in those opportunities. And when you do that, you're going to find that those investments are that much more powerful. So I'm very much um, an encourager of you guys to go out and get uh, that self-education. Because as my mentor told me, uh, Jim Rohn said, formal education will make you a living but self-education will make you a fortune. So here's to me wishing you all fortunes of wisdom in your educational journeys of growth. And I uh, just wish you the best out there. Be sure to share this with a friend and uh, don't swing at that pitch unless it's the right time. And then you swing for the fences. Thanks everybody for joining. See ya.